welcome to Rivera Dojo. My name is Ken Rivera and I'm, as always, so grateful to be able to create the space to invest in my wellness, my mindful practice, and even more grateful to be able to share my learnings, share my experiences. So lately I've been, I just started actually, these 10 minute tips, I wanna try and keep them just under or over 10 minutes just enough to give you a little nugget that might either spark or support your own mindful practice, your own investment in wellness, your self-care, right? Your self-care and what it means to you or maybe even challenge what it means to you and expand on it, right? Give you new, if the information is new, then it allows you to support a different opinion, right? Broader perspective, whatever. But I've been talking about breath work, right, and self-care. In my, in my recent series that I'm about to wrap up on self-care, I talked about the fundamentals, right, how, how to take a mindful approach and how do we support a mindful approach, right? When we think about breath work, I, I shared recently a 10-minute you know, a, a tip on creating space, right? Creating the space to just focus on breath. Bring awareness to your breath. And in bringing awareness to your breath, as you're able to increasingly sustain that awareness, you can start to expand that attention, that awareness to your body, to what's going on in your body, to literally check in with yourself. There's a term for it. It's called body scanning, right? Where you can check in with yourself in a manner that's observant, right? Non-judgmental, you know, and with practice, it doesn't trigger any, all right, why does my leg hurt? It's really just, okay, I'm, I'm feeling pain in my leg. How's my knee doing? You know, as you move your way down, as you, I usually start at my head and work my way down and really just check in and acknowledge. Sometimes out loud, I articulate, right, what I'm, what I'm observing. I articulate my observations to really tune in my attention, right? Because the minute you start talking, you're in the cognitive state, right? You're not, you're not, you could be expressing emotions. So you, yeah, you can be emotional, but you're engaging the cognitive parts of your brain. Right, which which are going to allow you to navigate and maybe even um, prevent to some degree what might be a negative physiological reaction to something that you experience. Right, some people have a pain and immediately they start to panic or they worry, and in that worrying they're no longer present. Right, or they're they're really dialing into something that they're they're not really aware of what it is, but they're starting to form these negative opinions about what it might be, right? So by checking in and practicing the observation with non-judgment, just be really accepting what you're experiencing, accepting it as, hey, this is what is happening, right? And as we start to explore more, I'll talk about, you know, impermanence and just how everything rises and falls. I talked about in the Intro to Mindfulness series, but anyway, let me just get into this 10-minute tip before I start to really... Every time I start talking about mindfulness, I just start running with it because it means so much to me. Um, but in my last tip, I talked about the check-in, right? Checking in with yourself, creating that space to check-in. In this tip, or this tip that I want to share really is about visualization, right? And I share that only because of the impact that it has on me. I am a visual learner. I learn best when I see it, right? I like to see it done and then I can practice it immediately. You know, if I read something, it's not going to resonate as much as me being able to see it happen. And when it came to 
me actively exploring wellness, actively exploring mindfulness and, and creating and investing in a mindful practice, visual aids helped, visualization helped. Like even in my meditation, when I'm doing internal reflection, a lot of times I don't start with my eyes open. I, I mean with my eyes closed rather, I start with my eyes open and I'm using a focal point. I'm looking at something that brings me peace, right? And I reflect back on when I was a child, which was probably my earliest introduction to just awareness, right? And visualization. My dad would send me to the store. We lived down by the waterfront, a small town in central Jersey. And it was a, uh, we literally lived right across the street from the river. So that whole stretch, you know, as far as I can see was all waterfront. And as I was going to the store, I would always make, you know, a hard left <laughs> and go to the, uh, go to the waterfront. And there were these uh, structures that supported old piers and I'd walk out on them and sit on them. So I'm literally sitting over the water. And I just observed the flow of the river, the little ripples, the way the sun would sparkle on it, or the moonlight, if it was nighttime, um, I'd listen to it. And, and in those moments, I was so dialed in. I had no idea. I was like, oh, wow, I'm practicing awareness. I am so present right now. None of that was in my mind. It was just, this is beautiful, or this is calming. I feel good right now. I was aware of everything around me. I can smell the wood. I can smell the salt in the air. I can hear the, the little waves crashing against the pillars that supported the wooden structure that I was sitting on. I can smell, you know, the, uh, the, 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 in the area, you know, fishing areas, I can smell that, like the smell of the, the fish and stuff like that from the, sometimes there would be little pieces around and it wasn't overwhelming, but it was just, it blended in. It was a harmony that was really relaxing and I can feel like the little, sometimes a little spray of the water, like on my legs or whatever, when it would hit the, if a, a bigger wave would hit the pillar and it brought me peace. I felt so peaceful in those moments. And as I got older, you know, and started to come into the knowledge of my learning process, being a visual learner, I applied that or taken that, which is great. It's, there's value in understanding how you learn. So the value for me was being able to, when I started to actively as I mentioned earlier, actively pursue wellness, actively pursue a mindful practice. I applied visualization. I leveraged visualization to help me learn, right? To help me learn, to help me build my practice. And that's where I was saying, like, when I, when I meditate, I start with my eyes open, focusing on that visual aid. And, and you're not always, the reality is you're not always going to be in, you know, your safe space or your meditation space or your favorite place. You're not always going to be there. Right. Like when I was growing up and I had moved out of Jersey, you know, I wasn't there. I wasn't sometimes not even near water, but the visualization of it helped me when I, when I needed to calm down or cool out, you know, I would remember that I would visualize it and it would calm me down, you know, and now as a, as an adult in my home, I'm, you know, blessed to live behind a, a conservation area. And I've talked about it previously because it, it means a lot to me. And there's a little body of water there, there's tree line. So that's my new visualization now, right? That's what I visualize. And since I work from home, I'm, I, have the, I have the ability to, to be in this space a lot. So it's comforting, but at the same time, when I do go out of this space, right, I take that visualization with me, right? If I'm in, if I'm in a place where I'm feeling sort of the energy, and I live in Florida, so I'm always gonna be feeling energy as a person of color. That's just what it is. There's a lot of places that I go, I feel that. I feel energy, that negative energy. So 
instead of reacting to it as much as I used to, right? I find myself leaning on that visualization where as I'm walking through a space or whatever, if I feel like a tension, if I feel tension building up, right? I'll lean on that visualization. And it helps me to sort of, um, in those situations, calm down, right? But when I'm, but when I'm actively practicing, you know, mindfulness, whether it be breath work or meditation or, you know, insight, insight meditation, and really trying to go deep in and, and expand that awareness beyond my body. Like I talked about the check-in where I start with my breath work, you know, we start with breath work and then we expand that attention to our body, right? Scanning from head to toe what's going on, observing with non-judgment, acknowledging and accepting our current state in a manner that allows us to practice, you know, our ability to allow things to rise and fall in the same manner as our breath does, right? We inhale, we exhale, we feel and it passes, right? An emotion can rise in us and it can fall if we allow it to. If we hang on to it, it's going to fall anyway. We're just kind of recycling it. You know, we're, we're repurposing and re-engineering it uh, and really trying to hold on to it. And in doing so, we're not allowing ourselves to feel anything else. And it's starting to affect us in a physiological state and we're now projecting that. We're creating contagious anger, contagious sadness. And I'll talk about that another time. But visualization for me, when I think about my mindful practice, it allows me to start internal reflection. It allows me to expand breath work, right? It's sort of like that jump start for me. It initiates the calm, right? And as I and as I increasingly practice breath work, I realize I can now start, you know, I mentioned earlier I start with my eyes open. I'm starting to increase my ability to start with my eyes closed and literally just focus on my breath. But for me, since I am a visual learner and my habit has been that visualization since childhood, I kind of lean on that. But visualization is, is important and I think there's value in it. And I hope that if you heard this, you explore it. Explore if, you know, you might not know that you're a visual learner. You might not be visual, but maybe you know someone who is and you've been talking about wellness or even talking about mindfulness, which would be awesome. Share it. You know, if, if it doesn't add value to you, share it to someone that you think, you know, share it with someone that it might. So until we talk again, this is Ken Rivera with Rivera Dojo. Thank you for taking some time to listen.